take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from Enya Core to Sloppy Second Slurp Up Slam. Ooh. <laughs> bring your metal straws. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, <laughs> four four S's in a row. Impressive. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a tough one. I was worried I was gonna fuck it up. No, no, you got it. it didn't buddy. happen. Sounds good. Oh. Anyway, my name is Phil. With me is Mike Ew. and Sam. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> no Frank this week. Mm-mm. No, I killed no. him. Sammy killed him. I didn't. Yeah. I haven't heard from him. So that explains was- that. Yeah. I did it because I thought it would be funny. Maybe it's one of those things. It'll be funny in like a week. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <sighs> too, anyway. Too frazzled, I'm too frazzled to be funny right now. I feel that. Anyway, we're here to talk about all of the metal and hardcore that we've dug up from Bandcamp. We are. And and I'm going to take this and uh, set it off. Uh, thank you, Jack. Let's uh, let's start it. leave it to jack dude i mean he really nailed it he's like i think you'd like this it's like dude it's i don't know how you knew exactly how i was feeling right now i haven't been this angry in a long time it's got that sort of like piss jeans like ken mode sort of vibe to it ken mode yeah a little bit i I wouldn't have went necessarily that direction because it's so like punk heavy and like yeah kind of grimy and stuff yeah that's why like i mean a little more towards the piss jeans and yeah thing yeah but uh 
I mean, they have thrash listed in their tags, but I I didn't want to say suicide tendencies, but yeah, almost. I mean, I can kind of I can kind of hear like the old school crossover approach to this. I mean, I I kind of hear like the yeah, like you said, the suicidal tendencies, maybe like a little SOD. Yeah, I mean, but. certainly in the in the attitude and the humor of it. Yeah. Oh, the humor. Yeah, definitely. There's 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 the uh, there's the SOD approach to the humor. Absolutely. So yeah, I mean, and again, I was I'm sitting there fucking stewing and being fucking seven days away from my wedding and all the bullshit that comes with that. And and Jack's like, here, why don't you check out this band (laughs) by the name of cunts and uh, releasing an album called cunts uh, (laughs) November 1st. And I was like, well, thank you very much because the track dying the hit was perfect. Yeah. I, uh, I need this. Yeah, man. I need this a lot. You can get over to uh, cunts, LA.bandcamp.com. I'm so glad they're not a UK band because it makes it that much better. It does. It does. It's not so much a colloquialism as it is. No, it's profanity. It's much more <laughs> offensive over here, yeah. uh, which is just beautiful. Yes. All right. Here's another one that was uh, really hitting the circuit last week. People were talking a lot about it. It's fucking never ending game. And we're going to take a listen to God Forgives. It's over. Hands are tied now. You shut me down. Fuck me, man. Yeah, right. Mm. I yeah, I've I've heard the buzz around them too. Um, well, you got I haven't, but you got me. Fuck. Yeah, I don't know why I've been sleeping on this. Uh, holy shit! And they're they're playing that fucking incendiary show in December. Ooh. Oh, that's gonna, yeah. That's gonna be fucking intense. Oh my god! With fucking mind force and year of the knife. That's God, yeah, oh, I want to see Mind Force again so fucking bad, but I'm not going to get off on that tangent again. That is going to be like four times. a night full of flexing and tough guys. 
It's that's at the fucking church. Dude, that's <laughs> gonna be the only I'm gonna monster. sit on the merch table. I'm not even gonna <laughs> lie to you. That's where dude, the only way at. that sh- the only way that show could get any tougher is if fucking terror were playing. Then it would just be like the straight up toughest show around. Yeah. I I'm not gonna not gonna yeah. Add them and fucking knock loose and it's just a demolition crew. I really, I really have not listened to enough Knocked Loose. Maybe I should check them out. Check the new album and then maybe work your way back. Yeah, because it's it took until the, the the most recent Knocked Loose was the one that that finally you know caught my attention. Yeah. The rest of the stuff isn't bad, but I just wasn't vibing with it before. That happens. I mean, I'll probably forget to do it entirely, but you know, that's <laughs> true. So that was uh, just another day from Never Ending Game. This was this was released just a few days ago, October eleventh on Triple B Records. They are from Massachusetts, and you can go over to bbbrecords.bandcamp.com. No. God, even the, na- even the name is just so fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I need, I, <sighs> like, I want to see them on a show with fucking Easy Money. Yeah. Yes. Easy Money. Oh, God, we've talked about Easy Money before, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Actually, I remember liking them. I need to go check out more of their shit. You should. Uh, yeah, I mean, as soon as I go listen to all the, I need, to, I still need to listen to all the Mucky Pup shit because that was too fucking good. Uh, that brings it to me, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It does. So, uh, Phil, speaking of bringing in, uh, speaking of bringing in stuff that you've slept on, this is a band I've, I've been seeing this band around for probably two years now, and I've never looked into them. I don't know why. Uh, I'll say this right off the bat. They have some of the most gorgeous album covers I think I've ever seen. Uh, but I found, I finally listened to a band called Obsequii a few days ago. And man, like the, the only way I can describe it is it's like medieval metal. Like, I mean, that's, that's really only a surface level analysis, but it's the best, the best term I could possibly come up with. So, uh, shouts out to my boy Calvin for showing me this band finally. And not only did I love, uh, the album of theirs that I heard, but I found out that they have a new one coming out on November 22nd. Perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to take a listen to, uh, track two off of uh, Obsequii's upcoming album, The Palms of Sorrowed Kings. The track is called Ceres and Emerald Streams. Tom?
Oh man, wish listed like immediately. <laughs> that sounds. I mean, the guitar tones are so 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 good. Dude, if you're if you're like me and you're a sucker for really sick dual guitar lines, man, this this band is for you. They are absolutely for you, dude. This uh, this album cover really makes me want to watch Highlander. <laughs> I I know it's more fun to do six 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 for like pay and like your address and stuff, but I really appreciate when bands do seven seven seven. Good luck. But yeah, um, uh, something something about this band, man, it calls to me. Uh, their last album from twenty fifteen. It's this this band takes a while between albums there they have three albums the first of which came out in 2011 the second of which came out in 2015 and this new one is coming out you know in a month obviously so you kind of get the feeling that this is a band who really like to take their time and really work these things out which i appreciate i mean very it shows. much so. you can hear oh, yeah. it. it it's crazy how fucking yeah the, the, it's perfection yeah, yeah. I mean, the, but, you already know this is what I'm looking for when we're talking black metal or some like blackened stuff. That, you know, it's hard to kind of pigeonhole Obsequious sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, even more so when you listen to the the straight up like medieval, like the more medieval songs that they play using like folk instruments as interludes, which they do quite a bit of. Uh, which, by the way, if that interests you at all, I am begging you guys and everyone listening right now if you have not heard it i am begging you go back and listen to obsequies album aria of vernal tombs it is fucking fantastic like it is an excellent excellent album the intro alone if the intro alone to that album does not snare you i don't know what's wrong with you (laughs) obsequies are are fucking great dude i yeah it's been like two yeah, it's been two days, and I fucking love this band already. And you can bet your fucking dick I'm going to go order this album. But the problem is, is like I don't think they've ever made CDs for any other albums, which really kind of makes me sad. Hmm. Yeah. They've done vinyls, and I think they've done cassettes, but they haven't done any CDs. So if the members of Obsequii uh, or the people, the good people over at 20 Bucks Spin Records are listening, please make Obsequii CDs. I, I, I really want them. By the way, they're from uh, uh, they're from Minneapolis, Minnesota. He's like, oh, you think this band would be from Europe? Nope, Minneapolis. I'm, I just noticed like, I just noticed that they apparently contributed a track to a Rotting Christ uh, tribute comp, and I find that to be the least surprising thing ever, seeing as how clearly influenced uh, to some degree by Rotting Christ that they are. Uh, by the way, you can head over to listen.20buckspin.com. And you can look up Obsequia. By the way, I'm just going to spell their name because it's kind of an interesting way to spell it. It's O-B-S-E-Q-U-I-A-E. Obsequiae. Go look them up. They're fantastic. All their shit is good. Yeah, I definitely couldn't have spelled that on my own. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking it up. Uh, 20 Bucks Spin does have a post uh, on their website about a CD release of uh, Area Vernal Tombs. Unfortunately, oh, uh, when I search them on the store, it's only showing me the LP. So I don't know if that was just a limited run or what. Because it looks that's real really fancy. S- <laughs> that looks that's really fucking sad. Because I would kill to have physicals. Would you kill? That, a, yeah, I might. 
I might. Okay, I'll keep that it's in mind. Not, it's not off the table. Right. Look, if you want me to do security at your wedding, just say so. <laughs> you can just ask me. Add one more to the Yeet squad. <clears throat> yeah. I, I want to be known as, uh, just call me Yeet. It's like, who's that guy? His name's Yeet. <laughs> uh, so I actually have a second one for you today. Moving right along. Uh, yeah, you, got, you guys want to hear what happens when you mix black metal punk and Judas Priest all into one blender and just see what comes out? Yep. Okay, so we're going to listen to a band called Funereal Presence off of their album Akiatus. Uh, we're going to listen to part of the track wherein seven celestial beasts are revealed to him. Um. Play on off notes all the time. <laughs> Put your drum beats on off notes. <laughs> oh man, you want to talk about getting weird? Yeah, funereal presence gets fucking weird, man. Yeah, I, like there's there's definitely something catching my attention, but I I need to spend some time with this. I dig the I can really say I dig the avant-gardedness I, of it, but yeah, I need to definitely sit with it for a bit. It, uh, I've listened to it once all the way through already. I would say, yeah, it's one of those albums that needs to be, it needs to be listened to a couple of times before you can really digest. I mean, most of it, but, uh, yeah, this was, uh, this caught my attention right away because all over this album hints of their sense of punk and crust. There's new wave of British heavy metal influence. This was more of a, this was more of a black metal oriented track. Uh, well, that segment that we listened to was anyway, but uh, uh, sorry, I don't know, man. Something about this, like you guys, it, it just caught me off guard right away. 
And judging by the comments left on their Bandcamp, this seems to be kind of a love it or hate it album. I kind of just loved it right off the bat. So, like I said, it it got me. But yeah, that was the again that was the track wherein seven celestial beasts are revealed to him, off of Achiatus by Funereal Presence, uh, based out of New York. Hmm. Guys, like something about U.S. black metal lately, man. I guess it's been getting. It's, it's been getting pretty creative lately. And that's saying something for a black metal scene that's always been kind of lacking, frankly. But yeah, I would say head over to Funereal, uh, F-U-N-E-R-E-A-L, presence.bandcamp.com. Go check this out, man. Like, it's really, really interesting. Yeah, no, I, I'm interested to see where it goes. I mean, the fact that it was so jarring means that it's calculated. So I want to I want to see what that means. Yeah, it's uh, it's not quite like anything else you're going to hear this year. Uh, and this this is actually only their second album. Uh, their last one, The Archer Takes Aim, came out in 2014. So you can kind of tell when you listen to this that they've been working on it for quite a while. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's really hard when you've got a fucking 11-minute track to get a real feel for it in two minutes. <laughs> it, I spent, like... I spent quite a bit of time trying to figure out what I wanted to represent this pick with. Cause uh, just in case anyone is not looking at the band camp right now, I believe the shortest track on here is the one we just listened to. And it's 11 minutes and seven seconds. Yeah. There's only four, there's only four tracks though. There's not like 20 or something. Yeah. But yeah, this, this is like an hour long mm-hmm. experience crammed into four tracks, but I mean, they tend they tend to feel like they fly by quicker than that when you're listening to them. Just it's so, it's it's just so kind of ah, oh, it's hard to describe. It just it flies all over the place. But I don't know. I mean, I personally never feel like it's disjointed. I guess reading up on it, some people thought it was disjointed and like the oh, they couldn't decide what they wanted to do. I'm like, no, there's just a lot of ideas and yeah, I didn't get that all, from it. Mm-mm. It's it's almost like if I could describe an album as stream of consciousness, that's almost what I would use to describe it. That's fair. Yeah. It's just the, the black metal Aesop rock. <laughs> Interesting. Dream theater. Interesting. All right, you know what? I'm gonna I'm just uh I'm just gonna say fucking go check this band out. It's it's well worth listening to. I haven't listened to the takes Amy, but I plan on it. Uh that's gonna do it for that's gonna do it for me today. All right. Brings nice. it to me. What you got? I'm gonna stay nice and dirty this week. <laughs> Tom, go ahead and roll it. <laughs>
God. Oh, crust makes me like pilsners and shit. Like, <laughs> oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, I mean, the things that really stuck out to me about this, um, one was the production on it, which is very awesome. unusual yes. for uh, a crust album. Uh, two was just that that hint of melody and sort of a, a different, um, more of a riff approach than you normally get out of a lot of this. I think, so. it, I think that's it's, what it's I strike, love about. It, it strikes me a little more like crossover than crust. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Yeah. I mean, it's that's the that's where it's it's kind of interesting because it still has that overall crust feel to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's exactly it. There's there's very much elements of crossover. Um, a little bit of, of, of uh, melodic hardcore, especially like it, it was hard to pick a track on this one. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I have to be the one who says who says it. Uh, I feel like the crossover elements were stronger than the crust ones. I mean, uh, we're we're talking about we're talking about making a snap judgment from one track, but that yeah, we're talking, maybe, maybe like sixty forty percentages, like like a slight like a slight difference. But I kind of hear what you're saying. That riff, while I normally this okay. So what I love about Crust generally is it's got the drive and and angst of like, of like hardcore with noise and low production. But I always thought that there was more of a, a mind on riffs in Crust generally. Like I usually heard more of a driven riff from Crust. So it was like that's where I was kind of. Not sure, but I kind of hear what you're saying as far as how this particular one is pretty thrashy. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I I can certainly see that. Um, I can go make a decision for yourself. There's uh, there's seven tracks on here, and there's something a little different about all of them. I mean, they end the track out on an almost nine minute song, which you want to talk unusual for crust. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I never even got to this. That was a track Predator off of the album Nothing Left For Us by Generation Decline out yeah. of Bremerton, Washington. That, that's pretty top tier. I wish I listed that pretty quick. Yeah, they're, uh, they're real good. Um, already a big fan. Uh, you can head over to generationdecline.bandcamp.com to check that out. What the fuck we'll else did I bring in? <laughs> What did I bring in? Oh, that's right. I forgot about this one. Tom, go ahead and roll it. Dying. 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 
So uh, that was the title track off of the album Termination by Shit Coffins. <laughs> Some people really have a way with words. <laughs> you know, there's certain names where I just can't not check your band out. Yeah, absolutely. No, brand, and, uh, branding masters. Shit Coffins was definitely one of them. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if anyone can tell what kind of a mood I was in this week, but. Oh, no, I fucking hear you, dude. I was listening to the Grounds' new album at lunch today. It's so good. And these guys kind of remind me of it a little bit, Ground in that that sense. Yeah, I, I just wanted really punky, sort of crusty, thrashy shit. Yeah, fast, angry, riffy. Uh, I could dig it. Ah, and they, they certainly nail that. Um, You can grab that at ironlungpv.bandcamp.com. Very nice. Uh, that would bring us to a segment. It's an awesome one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, without one of us, this thing about the show is you guys, if one of us is fucking falls apart. Oh, uh, no. Sam, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good. I like flipping this boat. I'm sorry. Just, just, I, as, just as I was saying, without one of us here, everything falls apart. But that's that's what I liked about it. Was kind of that as you were saying that you're you, for the first <laughs> yeah. time, like the entire show, you you cut it's like out. Dipping, yeah, yeah. Of no, course, no. of awful. course. It's awful. It's awful. Why wouldn't that happen? Anyway, <laughs> no. that brings us to the brutal bruise, and uh, it's me again this week, uh, unexpectedly. Very last minute. <laughs> I had to come up with this at about uh, 5 o'clock. So uh, I- I'd like to think I pulled it off. Tom, go ahead and roll it. You have dead people's goals. Holy fuck! What's in my head? So, that was the track Holy Fuck, We're Alive off of Zombie Apocalypse's Life Without Pain is a Fucking Fantasy. God. What a genius. Uh, yeah, for those who don't know, Zombie Apocalypse is uh, the thrashier younger brother of Shai Halud. Uh It's one of Matt Fox's uh, side projects that he brought back very unexpectedly after uh, 16 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, didn't didn't Zombie Apocalypse only release one album before this? One album and one split. Yeah. Jeez, that's it, huh? Yeah, uh, which is crazy because I've always uh, I- I've always loved what they do. Um, it's it's a little thrashier, a little grindier than. Uh, Shy more aggressive, Lude. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't even know if more aggressive, just sort of a different approach. 
Okay. I think it's where uh, Matt Fox really lets his, because he's a, a huge metalhead, and I think uh, this project is where he really lets a lot of that through, um, more so than most of the Shy Hulud releases. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, everyone heard me losing my shit when uh, I got to announce that this was fucking released. Yep. Um, I, I listened to it because uh, it's like a fucking 12-minute album. I listened to it like four times while lifting the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, It's so good. It's so fucking good. If you haven't checked it out, you really need to. Um, and something about a new zombie apocalypse album just reminds me of being young. Like, I feel younger, again, when I'm listening to it. It really fucking brings me back. I, I see where this is going, and I approve. Uh, and I needed a beer that would match this. Uh, and I needed a particularly good one, because... Uh, you know, this is, uh, if anyone can't tell, I'm doing some very heavy foreshadowing for my end of the year list here. But um, I needed something a little more rare, if you will, than something that I would necessarily be able to get my hands on on the regular. And uh, I was a, a broke-ass kid for a long time. Uh so this was always sort of a, a special occasion, uh, considering it's like a twenty-some dollar six-pack. Yeah, uh, well, like nineteen mm-hmm. nowadays, which is nice. That, but that's, uh, still, that's still fairly pricey. Yeah. It is, uh, but that would be the bourbon barrel-aged arrogant bastard. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, for anyone who may have just tried the arrogant bastard um there's there's definitely a big a big difference when it's been bourbon barrel aged uh it takes a lot of that bitterness out of the equation it does and it certainly makes it more of a a full-bodied i was thinking meteor yeah yeah Which, which which is a good sign to me because i don't particularly care for the original arrogant bastard i don't think it's as great as a lot of people say it is but if this if this if this bourbon barrel aging process really does take some of that bitterness out of it, then I might actually be inclined to go see if I can find some. Oh, I mean, it adds uh, even a, a, a level of sweetness to it because I mean, bourbon mm-hmm. is very very sweet. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it's I do. I, I do like my bourbon. It's definitely a different experience uh, than the mm-hmm. standard arrogant bastard. Hmm. Um, which kind of lined all of this up perfectly it for did. me. Yeah. Uh, because Zombie Apocalypse, while Shy Halud is my absolute all-time favorite band, um, you know, the the same can be said with Arrogant Bastard. I got that fucking gargoyle tattooed on my fucking ribs. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you know, anything kind of related to that a little bit different, uh, which is exactly what I feel Zombie Apocalypse is. It's nice that it's not just more Shy Halud. Uh, right. As much as I want that to, yeah. But this is something different. Uh, I I can be in two totally different moods and want to listen to one or the other. Um, especially, uh, I mean, holy shit! Like the earlier Zombie Apocalypse, uh, this day is a spark of life. Uh, was even I think further set apart from Shy Loot. It was much grindier. I agree. No, definitely. Uh, you know, there's there's more elements of uh, 
of Shai Hulud in the in the more recent release, but not a ton. I mean, <clears throat> that that seamless melodic quality has seeped into it a bit. A little. I think yeah. that's what I like. Definitely a, a roller experience on their much earlier release. That's true. Um, but they still keep this very jarring. They don't well, do jarring and generally uh, technical for the for the genre. Mm. Well, that's the interesting thing with them. Um, I mean, there are so many different things you could call this, especially looking at, at the you know the full body of work uh, makes it even harder. Yeah, because like with just that first release, I was like, oh, it's like thrashy grind with a Matt Fox touch. That's what's awesome about uh, certain groups, and only certain groups really manage to develop their own sound. You know, uh, Shai Hulud, you know, Matt Fox, um, you know, in my opinion, last week, uh, I think, yeah, it was last week, the number 12 looks like you. In my opinion, you know, these are bands that, you know, I call them chaotic hardcore. We could call this, like, melodic hardcore, but it's not really... Uh, it, it's, yeah, I mean, in general, I wouldn't put that on most of their projects. Um, Metalcore? Honestly, yeah. Okay. Uh, and, yeah. And this is kind of just a thrashier version of it in, yeah. in most instances. Um, but but, it, it's, you know, but tonal, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's very unique to yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, he also, his, his range of influences is insane. If you follow any of their social media, he just randomly posts about different albums and uh honestly i sometimes think zombie apocalypse is is almost more um movie influenced than uh <laughs> than anything else but uh it it all comes through and it's really cool the way that uh they managed to pull it together so yeah. uh do yourself a favor if you're not totally broke right now go grab a uh a six pack of the bourbon barrel aged arrogant bastard uh, throw on a copy of Life Without Pain is a fucking fantasy and uh, listen to it two times per bottle. <laughs> that's that's right. a, yeah. you know, I was going to say that uh, that's a slow listen. Well, or it's a, uh, a, slow, a, slow, a slow drink, that is. I mean, or it's. How, uh, how, how long is this album? It's very short. It, it's oh, under okay. 15 minutes, and this is also an 8.1%. Oh, so shit. if you're if you're not trying to get totally trashed, uh, you want to take your time with it. Honestly, if I had more money right now, I would get trashed. Whew. Damn it! Maybe <laughs> I'll just listen. To, maybe I'll just listen to this album. Any- oh, you dropped there. Yeah, I, I said maybe I'll just listen to this album anyway. You should. I mean, it's a quick one. Oh, uh, you could right. you could listen to their whole fucking discography in like under forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. So. How how short is their first album? <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think most of the songs are longer than like forty seconds or so. I think they have one or two that reaches like a minute and a half, two minutes. But oh, wait, this, this is this is grind we're talking about. That makes well, sense. Kind of, kind of, kind of. Yeah. It's like I said. It's it's really hard to put them in any one specific place. But okay, fair enough. That'll do it for the bruise. I'm bummed Frank missed this one because he's missing out on the fucking bourbon barrel aged arrogant best. I know. I'm fucking sad I'm not there. But I'm always sad that I'm not there. Well, that's what he gets. We're committed to that Columbus Day episode. What's, what's <laughs> today? 
Yeah, it, it is Columbus Day. I fucking nailed it, see? I pay attention. Fuck, you're right. Good job, Mike. So proud well, I only knew because I had to go to work today. I was like, that's <laughs> my fiance. What the fuck are you still doing in bed? And she's like, oh, I'm off. It's holiday. I'm like, ah, not a real one if I'm not off. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, government and bank employees, man. Yeah. They all suck. Got it made. <laughs> We got one little bit for after. Uh, I don't know. Did you have um, any shows? Oh, you know what? Um, I ain't nothing particularly crazy. Okay. Actually, actually, uh, actually um, I want. I forgot to put something up, but I just wanted to make a brief, uh, a, a brief little announcement, if you guys don't mind. Sure. So, I mentioned them earlier this episode, and I've brought in their EP before. So Sanguasugabog uh, recently had a bunch of merch put up onto Holy Mountain Printing. Uh, so I actually, it, by the way, the pricing is really, really fucking reasonable. The long sleeve that they have is going for $20. The two t-shirts they have are going for 15 a piece. And the back patch they have is going for 8 That's all four of the items that they have right now. But you should absolutely go over to Holy Mountain Printing com and look up the Sanguasugabog merch because this shit is cool as fuck. And you know I ordered one of their drug death shirts. Absolutely. fucking lutely So what do you do? What does one do when uh, back patches are either no longer available or never existed? Are they are they gone? No, no, no. Not, not, not related to that. I was looking for one for a, a band that probably never had them. Are you just fucked at that point? No. uh, It's pretty regular for random uh, different outlets to just sort of make patches. All right, cool. So I'm going to have one made. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, tell me what you're looking for. I'll see if I can track it down. Yeah, you you can always hit up like UKR Patcher and have them make you a custom one. Yeah. I've uh, long since wanted a number 12 looks like you back patch, like a big one. Oh yeah. yeah you, should, right. you should get a sang- you should get a sang- <laughs> Well, uh, get a Led Zeppelin one. How about I'll, that? I'll keep. Oh god. Jesus. I'll keep an eye out for you. See if we can find you something. Yeah, let me know. But yeah, to uh to get back to the actual point here, uh, holymountainprinting.com, all one word. Uh, go check it out. Like the the prices on this Sanguasugabog merch is like. All these t-shirts and long sleeves and stuff, they're like $10 cheaper than they are everywhere else. So this is all plus plus shipping, by the way. But yeah, go over to holymountainprinting.com and go buy some of these. Oh, dude, Holy Mountain Print. I'm so pissed off that I didn't get it. Holy Mountain Printing just randomly got in a batch of uh, fucking grave diggers flags, like the six feet deep flags. Phil will know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. They got a batch of those in about a year ago. I thought, oh, yeah, I might have to order one of those. And I totally forgot, and I came back like a week later, and they were gone. So fucking sad. Well, that's a bummer. Yeah. It is a fucking bummer. I was so uh, fucking sad. <sighs> so, All right. That's it for me. Couple shows. Couple shows. Uh, October 20th at uh, Creep Records. <laughs> I, lo- I, I love when they do hardcore shows at this. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to anything at Creep Records. I haven't. It's where I went for the for the Baroness acoustic, yeah, which was amazing. But uh, regardless, the standing room is legitimately not much bigger than the the, the room that we're in to record. Jeez, it's, it's tiny. Band happened. 
right there like here and you come in from back there and it's like maybe an extra 50 percent of the length it's small yeah it's very very tiny uh but that's gonna be three week old roses outlier binary no mercy and belligerent and this is the one where they're actually bringing a 20-sided die and rolling it to see who goes when. So, <laughs> so you have you, to show up. If so you, you can't come late to see your favorite band or see him and leave. Uh, don't be a, a fucking dickbag. Stay for the show. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Uh, November 1st at the TLA is Knocked Loose and Stick to Your Guns. Hmm. Uh yeah, we haven't really. I I don't think. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know who's putting that one on, because it's not listed on Philly hardcore shows. But uh, the, the TLA. To your guns. No, I didn't. Yeah, didn't I think so. That's one where uh, not only, if I go, will I be skipping that band? Yeah. I encourage all of you to do the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I might as well go into November a little bit. Uh, November tenth. Uh, at Underground Arts, we've got Leftover Crack. Uh, with Days and Days, Cop Out, and The Bad Ups. I only, other than Leftover Crack, I only know Days and Days, and I'm still trying to see them, but it seems like they only come around with Leftover Crack, so... I remember I remember seeing their vid- I remember seeing one or two of their videos, but that's it. Uh, and then November 13th, uh, Jesus Christ. This one, uh, we've got Marauder, Leeway, I Am, AOA, Contrast of Sin, and Frost Coffin at the Voltage Lounge. Damn. Yeah. That. <laughs> that's really oh. cool because that's like a lot of metalcore with the metal first. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover there. It's it's going to be a fun fucking show. Yeah. Um, I bet. So that's one to. Uh, yeah, it's Wednesday, November 13th at 8 p.m. Hmm. I'm getting too old for this middle of the week shit. <laughs> I know. Um, Jesus. Yeah, that should do it for the shows. I'm not going to go any further. All right. Well, we got one little tasty new track that uh, old Franklin is going to miss. Yeah, That's... too bad he died. Too bad. Play it, Wait, Tom. You killed him. I did. Still too bad. <laughs>
God damn it. Yeah. I remember this from when uh, Don't Swim put it out. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, was this on I that? Totally forgot. Yeah. They released it, like, what, earlier this year? We already played this track, didn't we? I don't know. No. I don't think so. Okay. So Adult I, Swim, no, no, has, uh, they do this thing where they release, like, singles from all different types of fucking music, but they've been uh, surprisingly metal-heavy with a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, which is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I think, I think I got the, I think I downloaded the Code Orange songs from it. I think they were on it. Yeah, there's all they Somewhere they put out all kinds of shit. It's yeah. really fucking cool. Um, Metal Swim, I think is what it's called. Something like that. Yeah. I'll look. I'll, I'll fucking tag it later. Yeah, but, that's something. But that uh, that single is now available at Power Trip. I should also mention, because I wasn't aware of this until I was looking into it, but uh, they are going to be, in November, uh, on tour with High on Fire, uh, Devil Master, and Creeping Death. Oh, Devil Master. Oh, they're so good. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Never heard of them. That'll be hitting hitting Philly November 19th and Asbury Park on the 20th. Hmm. I still haven't seen Power Trip. Kind of sad about that. Oh, man. Uh, my introduction to Power Trip was that this is hardcore. Oh, and, uh, you know, I caught the beginning of their set. I had to step outside for something. I walk back in, and they're on their last fucking song, and they've got girls in Power Trip booty shorts twerking up on stage <laughs> while they're playing. I've, you've mentioned that to me yeah. before. I, did, <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know it was that this is hardcore, though. Yep. Oh, I hope they play it again. I mean, that's that's two bands I have to see if this is hardcore now. Like, I need to see Terror and I need to see Power Trip at this is hardcore. Please, yeah. Joe. Please, yeah. please, Joe. Hardcore, make it happen, please. It's a very real possibility, honestly. God, I hope. God, I hope he does it. Uh, all right. Do we have anything else? Uh, no, no. That'll that'll about do it for us here. So let me remind everyone that you can head over to uh, fthepit.com for all of your from the pit needs. Uh, sound or no, we're not even on sound. We're, all the episodes are up there, as well as links to all the other shit. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com/slash from the pit. Five bucks a month gets you four bonus episodes. Ten bucks gets you access to the Discord. You can talk to our dumbasses. Yep. <laughs> we're. we're I, it's a hoot. I promise. I promise. We're funnier there than we. Nah. You like memeing? I like memeing. Like <laughs> <laughs> your fucking inbox with the shit. If uh, if you're listening on iTunes, please leave us a five star. If you're listening anywhere, please download. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll see you all in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna be on honeymoon gonna, next week, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss true. you, buddy. Yep. Uh, what, what is it that Frank says? Uh, oh, you, oh. It, that, now. So that that we, being said. It looks like we're arriving at our destination. It is now safe to, unva- to unfasten your seatbelts. Good night, ladies.